Welcome to Sacred Spaces. I'm Christina Carreri. And I'm Francesca McCaffrey. We are lifelong friends. And first cousins. Living on opposite coasts. Each with our own very different passions, hoping to achieve the same sacred goal. Peace and tranquility. I'll be sharing with you tips on how to streamline, beautify, and organize your home. And I'll show you simple ways to create a peaceful space in your mind, body, and soul. My house might be organized, but my mind is always wandering. (laughs) And my house may seem like a tornado has just hit, but I can find stillness just about anywhere. And together, we'll help you find your sacred space. In your mind and in your home. Hi, Francesca. Hi, Christina. How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. I'm excited for our chat today. Um, you know, it's uh, it's always interesting to see how people handle different situations and all the, you know, all the stuff that we accumulate, um, you know, what we do with it. So I'm, I'm excited to share with uh, with our friends here, you know, some, some things that we found and some cool. Yes, I cannot have. wait. And yeah. it's really timely. You know, spring is around the corner. It is around the corner. It's around the corner. I know I'm in Los Angeles, of course. So I hate to tell you this. It's 66 degrees. Today. Oh, well, that's amazing. It's not 66 degrees here in the uh, South Shore of Boston. But, uh, you know, yeah, spring is right around the corner. It's We had our last full moon of the of the winter last yesterday, last night. And, hey. you know, the, um, that just means that warmer weather is coming and I'm ready. <laughs> or I'm coming to see you. One of the two. I'm yes, ready. you have to. That would be great too. But you know, one thing that spring always brings on in everybody is the desire to sort of clean out, right? Your physical mm-hmm. space and yeah, your <laughs> emotional <laughs> space as well, which we, we love talking about both things, of course. We do. We definitely do. We definitely do. I, um, you know, it takes me a little bit longer to get things organized. I'm not the most, uh, uh, organized person when it comes to my physical space, but, you know, I do enjoy helping others and, and certainly helping myself find that organization in my mental space. Yes. Yeah. And as you know, I love doing the other thing too, and helping people create spaces that they can be creative in, or they can just live their best life in. Yeah. So I have a question for you. Yeah. Tell me, bring it. Did you clean out your, did you, did you put away your- I know what you're going to ask. Yeah, I know what you're going to ask. Okay, so spring is here just about, and just today, Francesca, Frank, today, I put away my, I put away my Christmas decorations. Woo-hoo. I'm very yeah, impressed. It, it took me a little while, but you know, and it's, I, I actually had them packed up oh. in January, like-ish, like end of January, I took down the tree and did all that stuff, but- it just took me forever to find space. Oh, but you did it. I did it. I did it finally today, probably because I knew we were going to be chatting. <laughs> Fantastic. Exactly. And your new taskmaster. I know. I know. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Yes. So our, in our chat today, um, you know, we wanted to talk about this concept of upcycling. And honestly, not until just very recently had I even heard about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, in, in our conversations, we, we've kind of learned that there's so many different things you can upcycle and ways you can upcycle. 
And um, it's all kind of new to me, but it's, it's pretty interesting. Absolutely. You know, in the physical realm, I've kind of been doing this for years and I love, you know, of course I love thrift shopping and um, having little like mini swap meets with friends where you kind of, yeah, you know, find like new treasures. I love going to yard sales and antique marts and things like that. But one of the most fun sort of upcycling I have venues, if you will, that I found is these incredible new Facebook groups and they're called buy nothing and you join them in your neighborhood. Okay. Um, and the idea is it's, you know, you can give away anything you want from, I mean, I gave away a, a couch, two couches actually to like a makeup bag in good condition and people are giving away groceries, things from their garden. And it's really organized. We, my group has a really wonderful facilitator um, who kind of like reminds people how to do things. Mm -hmm. And you kind of meet your neighbors and it's really, really lovely. Like you can, you can uh, post stuff, you can pick up stuff. You, there's no, you can get as much as you want or give as much as you want. You know, nobody's sort of policing it. So if you, can you, can you go to the site if you, if, like you need something, let's say you're moving and you need moving boxes. Mm. Absolutely. Yes. That's, that's a great point, Chris. You can, you can, um, post for, for what you need as well. Yeah, absolutely. Huh. And you'd be surprised. I think somebody the other night posted they needed like a a closet dowel or something and like six people responded, you know, you just kind of like lovely kind of community kind of coming together thing, you know, and, um, it is really fun to meet your neighbors too, like in this, in this way. And it is, it is, I'm not sure about the vetting process. I don't remember if like you had to show you actually like you had to give them a bill, but I think it's pretty much going on trust and instinct. You know, they just sort of let you in, you give them your address. And the idea is like to stay kind of in your, you know, few months, like, you know, half a mile radius of your neighborhood. Yeah. And no money is really exchanged, right? It's never, just- never. And another thing you can't, you know, that's, one of the quote rules that's prohibited is like, you know, you don't want anybody like no eBayers or people on, you know, that resell. You're really supposed okay. to, if you don't want the item that you get to pass along to someone else, you know, so to give it away. What's the weirdest thing you've seen on there or seen somebody request? Oh my God, that's such a great question. I mean, there's been like breast pumps on there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You no, know, and people like giving away like, you know, be, well, you know, that sometimes that people do say, oh, it expired like, you know, two weeks ago, they'll give the date or whatever, but it's right. not, but it's not opened. And I'm like, hmm, okay, you really got to be a little brave for that kind of stuff. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I, know. <laughs> I mean, I guess if it's tea or something like that, maybe you could sort of give it a go. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, you know, I am not a minimalist. You know, I, I like to be, you know, clutter free as much as possible, but I love, you know, little treasures and stuff. And this is a yeah. really fun way to kind of, to kind of refresh your place. Absolutely. You know, that's so cool. What about, you know, I, I know that you're obviously very heavily involved in a charity, the children's life-saving foundation. Yes. Can you, can you use that as a resource? Can you use buy nothing as a resource for anything you might need for families that are moving into house? Oh, that, like that's that? amazing that you asked that Chris, because this wonderful woman who had a children's showroom called she's the one after the bruce springsteen song in my neighborhood was sadly closing down and Mm -hmm. she had all of these like 
hand silk screen, like little t-shirts with like the Beatles on it and, you know, Bob Dylan, all these, and like mermaids and Hawaiian scenes. And our, I think we had about like seven of our families go, go quote unquote shopping there for free right before the holidays. It was literally the day before Christmas. So yeah, some really lovely things, you know, yeah, that's a, that's a uh, great happen like that as well. And I actually, I'm doing some work with another nonprofit called Rediscover Center. And they actually, um, their mission is for kids to learn how to tinker with, with upcycled and recycled materials. And I know they have found like a ton of their stuff on, on their local buy nothing group too. Yeah. It's a wonderful community resource. I highly recommend it. That's so cool. And then you mentioned also, you know, um, the thrift stores. So yes. You, oh my you've gosh. Got a, you've got a teenage niece. I've got two teenage daughters and I, I don't know what it is, but all of a sudden they're like, mom, can we go thrifting? Can we go thrifting? Like it's become yes. a thing where they, they go to our local thrift store savers and they'll just buy up a, a ton of stuff that yeah. you know they could maybe have gotten one item at brandy or wherever and you know and it's they, they're making it into something that looks really cool i'm like shoot like i wish i had thought of that when i was 16. oh yeah oh it's so creative and actually and faith likes doing it my niece my nephew too loves doing it he loves That's like cool. finding vintage like old sneakers to yeah he actually has a little mini thriving business on poshmark where he <laughs> <laughs> sneakers i'm so proud of it very entrepreneurial, but um, no, actually, do again. I was in my local Salvation Army just yesterday, mm -hmm. and I scored this wonderful original photograph. I think it was. I, I'm really embarrassed to tell you this. I think I had a coupon too for Salvation. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. My my innate frugal nature is coming through, but it was this adorable photo probably like 18 by 20 it was pretty large framed beautifully and it was it was just a guy's shoes you know guy wearing like doc doc martens and okay. women's shoes like she was wearing it was just a shot of their shoes like they they were wearing them you know it was like yeah in there um and it was like you know some some kind of punk rock studded like white boots and it was just it was called date Fun. night and it was signed by the by the um photographer and I turned it around and it had a price, an original price of $180. So wow. not only can you find great stuff, you can find like little mini investments at your local thrift store too. Totally. Totally. <laughs> I know like the, um, the I, I love watching that show Antiques Roadshow. Oh my just, God. Like, one of these yeah. days I want to buy like the Declaration of Independence behind us, uh, you know, a picture somewhere. <laughs> but, oh you know, my God. Happen in my lifetime. But I find that so fascinating that, that these people have these treasures like right at their fingertips and they have no clue what the value is of any of them. Exactly. It's, it's or it's they find it in their local yard sale. Did you hear right. it? It's somebody, I think in Boston or Connecticut, I can't remember, Chris, I just saw in the newsfeed, um, they found this like, oh my God, like a ninth century, like Ming, like bowl, which honestly oh, I looks did like- I read about that. Yes. It, it sold for, what was it like $500,000 it's yeah. worth or something? Yeah, something and they like that. We'll, we'll like find the article put in our show notes. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. That, that's so crazy. bananas. Like, I mean, that's just, uh, that's just pure luck. <laughs> you know, pure luck, things yes. Yeah, but those, but those that- can, I am all for finding like personal treasures that yeah. like can bring you so much joy. Like if you really find something you really love, right. it really doesn't matter how much it costs, whether exactly. it's free or 
Right. And what, what I find so fascinating about all of that is that's something that, that someone gave away. It, it didn't bring them joy anymore, but they, they're giving it to the universe so that someone else can find it and love it, whatever it might be. So that, I think that's so cool. Like the picture it's that really you found, that's so neat. Very, very cool. I love it. Lesson is never throw anything away, you guys, ever. Always, yeah, always find a home for it. Exactly. It's valuable to somebody. That's for sure. That's for sure. This really got me thinking too about, you know, uh, we're talking about, you know, upcycling things, right? But I also, I also find it really interesting that you can kind of upcycle and recycle friendships, you know? I mean, just to give you an example, I, um, over the past year, when the pandemic started, um, we had this little Facebook group with some high school friends. And, you know, I've, I've got a, a, a tight group of friends that, you know, I was, I was close with in high school. It's not a big circle by any means. But, um, you know, we would we would chat every now and then. And um, then we started sharing it on Facebook in our, our private group, our, high, our graduating class private group. And one by one, like every week that we would we'd meet, like another person would show up and another person would show up. And, and some of these folks I never even spoke to in high school. And now I consider them like my closest friends. You know, it's really kind of, you know, mind boggling how that happened. But, and I've said this before, both, you know, both to you and, and privately to other people as well. This was obviously a very tough year for a lot of people, but this was one year of deep appreciation for me. there's a lot of things that I gained this year. I know people lost so much, so much, but there's so much that, that I personally gained. And and this is just one example of it. You know, these, these friendships that were born out of, um, you know, kind of a a scary time, a scary situation, not really knowing what, um, what the future held and, and how we were all going to navigate this, you know, this pandemic, and we became this tight group. And it's something that we really look forward to. So if this started last March, Fran, like we've been doing it every single week, with oh the exception of Christmas, we've, we've met as this group and, and talked and shared, you know, our fears and our celebrations of things that are going on with our kids and who got into college. And oh, it's just been it's been really such a wonderful, bright space in you know a lot of darkness over the past year um and you know i i wanted to try to figure out some way to to sort of get keep the momentum going and yeah. um you know reach out to other people beyond my high school friends but you know mentors of mine that you know maybe i never told them that they were a mentor you know i, I have people that i've worked with and worked for that um, i learned so much from and this has caused me to reflect on that and reach out to them. Like I reached out to one of my old bosses on LinkedIn and, and I just shared with her, I said, you know, I, I don't know if I ever told you this, but you know, working for you was, you know, one of the most rewarding experiences of my life. And she knows that it was not an easy relationship. You know, I, it was, right. we, we had our, our, our differences, um, but gosh, I learned so much from her, you know, and I wanted her to know that. So, you know, maybe we, we have these, these people if you yes. can kind of follow me with this one, right? It's kind of crazy, but we have these people that we can upcycle. You know, it's not like we're we're um, you know we're throwing it out. We're actually making it new. You know, making it new for us. You know, it's it's someone from our past that maybe we want to. I love that, Chris, yeah. because you're looking at it with a different lens, exactly. a different lens of appreciation and gratitude, Precisely. and like, right. Yeah. I yeah. mean, maybe like you're talking about 
that person, maybe it was like really tough to work with her. Maybe she was a little bit of a pain in the ass, but now you've come to realize <laughs> what you've learned, you know, and how, exactly. how she was trying to teach you. Exactly. Um, and yeah. I think it's really it's a just regardless of whether one keeps in touch with a person like that, that gift that you gave her, you know, of reaching out like that. I mean, that's kind of, yeah, I, think. I, I definitely don't get the sense that many people have reached out to her. I mean, she was tough to work with. She was definitely a, right. a, a tough one, but gosh, so smart, like one of the smartest people I know. Um, so, you know, I think that if there's an opportunity for any of us to reach out to someone in our past, whether it's somebody that we worked with or somebody that, you know, was, was just there for a moment in our life that we yeah. from, it's, it's great. To, it's great to reach out to them, to them and thank them. And I know you are the queen of thank you cards. I mean, my uh. goodness. I mean, I, I could, I could send you a thank you card and I feel like I'd get a thank you card from you. <laughs> so, I do like, love doing that. I do love mail, receiving so mail, sending mail. Absolutely. Yes, it is. You know, I mean, we just don't do that anymore. We don't, you know, we don't send letters anymore. So I think that there are, you know, things like that, like sending a piece of mail that we can pull out of what we did in the past and, and make that new again. You know, every time yes. I get a letter from you, I love it. I absolutely oh, love it. Yep. We upcycle the thank you note, the etiquette. Yes. Yes, upcycle not? etiquette for Christ's sake, right? You definitely you gotta upcycle <laughs> the etiquette. Um, so yeah, it's it's um it's great. You know, I had a pen pal in um in college that I met when I lived in London. I think you know her truly. Oh, yes, of course. Yeah, and I mean we used to write letters back and forth all the time, you know. And I, know. I, I, used to love I remember doing it. that in college. I had, you know, friends that were in different schools or whatever. And there was, I mean, I'm, I'm dating, we're both dating ourselves a little bit, but there was no email, right? And and remember, no cell phones. So it was expensive to call long distance. Like it, it was. was crazy. An hour phone call, you know, right. nuts. Yeah. So yeah, writing letters, talk about a lost art, you know, exactly. that exactly. would be so fun though. I want to, especially to Chris, since this pandemic, people are you know, they've got laid off, they quit their jobs, they got fired, they're looking for new avenues. It's also a great way to reconnect with people mm -hmm. when you're thinking of, you know, doing something else career-wise. Right, you know, right. To upcycle those connections as well. So there's, you know. There's yeah, I mean, and, and a lot of people are out of work too. So it's like, you know, reaching out to old networks and that sort of thing. It, it's yeah. important. Definitely important too. So I've got a little challenge for our, our listeners. You want to hear okay. it? Right. Yeah. I'm just throwing this out there because we didn't even talk about this before. Okay, let me hear it. But okay, I want to challenge our listeners to upcycle or find some old stationery, right? So either like find it on, on buy nothing, or maybe you have it at the bottom of your, you know, your desk drawer or underneath your bed, right? Think about someone you want to write a note to and mail them a letter. I love that. Right? I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna take your time. I'm gonna do it too. I'm gonna do it okay. too. I'm definitely gonna do it too. Yeah, for sure. For That's sure. Absolutely fantastic. Yeah. So you know, I mean, I hope that um, I hope that this information about upcycling, you know, helped folks. I know that we want to um, work in some information to our listeners every every week as well. Um, and you tell us about the tidy tidies that you have. Yes. Yeah, so, at Chris, as you know, I have. Um, a website called House in Mind that I started a couple years ago. And I started doing these things weekly called Tiny Tidies. And they were little bite-sized ways to kind of keep on top of like bigger organizing jobs, like 
you know, cleaning out your makeup bag, cleaning out your car, cleaning out your um, medicine cabinet, but in really in a bite-sized chunk kind of way and actually giving you detailed instructions on how to do it. Which, I'm sorry, I know a lot of us need that, you know, and it's good motivation, you know. Um, so I think a fun tiny tidy for this week would be, how about organizing one drawer related to your, as you said, Christina, your stationary, your paper goods. Yeah. How about just, just hitting call, the, call the junk drawer in my house. I'm going to clean up junk drawer, you know, and if spring cleaning is coming up, uh, tackling the little junk drawer in your kitchen or the four that you have there, whatever is such a great way to get a head start on spring cleaning. And I would suggest like, if you're going to do that, just go grab a towel, you know, empty that drawer out literally on that towel. And you just start mercilessly going through stuff. And you just gotta gotta get rid of that stuff. Those little like little bee bobs that went to the IKEA thing from three years ago. Like you know what I mean? Recycle it. Wait a minute. Have you seen my junk drawer? <laughs> I'm describing it right now. All right. Oh, I am describing it. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. So, and then um, you know, take your favorite natural cleaner. Just clean that drawer out. And one thing I, I took away from um, the, the whole Marie Kondo craze that completely yeah. stuck with me, Chris was reusing um, boxes, like little shoe boxes. I remember her saying like an iPhone box or, and I was like, what the hell is she talking about? But stationary boxes uh, mm -hmm. that you get cards in, almost any kind of like little box that you can, you don't even have to cut in half, but they make the most amazing drawer dividers. They truly do. Um, even the lids off of little jewelry boxes are oh, fantastic yeah. for junk drawers. We can post, we can post, a, I just did mine a couple weeks ago. I did the apartment therapy January cure. For those of you that love that site, I am definitely <laughs> one of them. Um, I just love that site. Um, so I did like three of my drawers and I refreshed the little, you know, the little cardboard things that I use in boxes to sort of contain everything. And you do not have to spend any money to do that. Like you can, that's, I, I do love that. Now, of course, I learned Marie Kondo. This is not a sponsored thing, unfortunately, but she, she has a new, a new line of goods at uh, the container store. But I, her ethos originally was, you know, don't, don't buy a whole bunch of organizing stuff. And right. I, that's totally mine too. I, yeah. there's absolutely no reason for it. So just really kind of go through it, keep like a, like a tiny little like shopping bag and put some stuff aside that you might want to give away. If you're mm -hmm. not into maybe just yet going to the whole, if it's the buy nothing group is like a little too much for you, you know, put it in your alley, put the stuff on the curb. Someone trust me. I mean, uh -huh. even if you live in the canyons of Bel Air, trust me, somebody will come and pick it up, yeah. you know, please I don't do. throw anything away, but that's my, uh, my one word of advice about that but yeah let's start this week's tiny tidy with a uh, cleaning out the junk drawer yeah. all right i got it and so just do it just even though you're dreading it get that towel out just kind of carefully just put everything on there clean that drawer out really quick you're we're talking like 10 15 minutes chris like it, mentally it seems like it takes half a day but it's a very easy thing to do and you'll get so much juice from it you might want to do another drawer who knows i know the drawer i'm going to clean out i, I it's, oh it's, okay i know the exact I want to see a picture before and after i will i will <laughs> tell you 
before and after picture and I will for sure send it to you. Um, but okay. it's funny. I, I picked this drawer in particular because I know that there's stationery in there. <laughs> so I'm going to get my stationery and I'm going to write somebody a, a, a note and a letter and hopefully they'll find some joy in receiving it. So, so why don't we do to close out, Chris, do you want to take us away with a little like energy clearing? Since yeah, let's do, let's do that. So, clearing um, and yeah, yeah. Clearing. So um, we'll do a little bit of, um, of energy clearing. I just did this recently in a yoga class, but um, when you want to clear the energy, maybe, you know, something stuck, you're just either having writer's block or you just had a really tough day or somebody's bothering you and you just want to clear that energy out of your energy and, and bring some positive energy back into your presence. Um, I often use hand mudras. And I know that this is obviously not a visual, but I think that you'll get the sense for what I'm what I'm going with. Um, I love this. Yeah. So, Fran, you did it with me in, in the yoga class. So, if you take your left hand, okay, and you connect your thumb with your ring finger and your pinky, okay, so making as if you were making the peace sign, right? But you want to flip your palm up to the ceiling. So, I, I jokingly call this the come hither. Like you're you're kind of beckoning someone towards you, but what you're really beckoning towards you is, is good, positive energy. So you, you've got that in your left hand, your prana mudra, okay? In your right hand, you're going to connect your thumb with your middle finger and your ring finger, okay? It's almost like Spider-Man or the horns, the Italian horns, like Francesca and I are Italian, right? So, um, and you're going to place your, again, your palm facing upwards. So in your left hand, you've got the prana mudra, thumb to your ring finger and your pinky, and in your right hand, you've got your mudra, where your thumb is touching your middle finger and your ring finger. Okay, so why don't you just close your eyes for just a brief moment with your two hand mudras. And let the positive energy come through you, come through that left hand. You're drawing that positive energy in through your right hand, up your right arm, to your heart. And just like the blood pumping through your body, that energy is going to continue down your left leg, back up your left leg, and into your sacrum, and into your belly. Down your right leg, into your toes, and back up your right leg. Through your side body and your back. Up to your right shoulder. Down your right arm. And out your right hand. So the positive energy is getting pushed in and the negative energy is just flowing right out. Take another deep breath in and exhale as you follow the energy through your body in through the left and out the right. So if you find yourself in a situation where 
You just need different energy. You need new energy, you need positive energy. Whether you're in your car, you're in school, you're at home, Try to use these mudras to move that energy along. Take one more deep breath in. Exhale it all out. And gently open your eyes. Thank you, Chris. You're welcome. Ooh, I feel good. <laughs> good. I'm glad. I'm glad. Well, I can't wait to do this again with you, Fran. I can't wait to talk again. Thank you. And thank you everyone for listening. Yeah, thanks so much for listening. This is Sacred Spaces and we will see you again soon. Bye. Bye. To take a closer look at ways to make your space a bit more sacred, check out Francesca's website, houseandmind.com or visit me at christinacarreri.com where you can download a meditation to use anytime you need it. Until next time, wishing you wellness. Namaste.